So this has been trending recently. It's been a discussion of topic, actually since he's broken into the team, but it's picking up pace, and we're going to debate it, and this is great because me and Dave used to gather in LFC Tampa Bay pubs and have hearty debates about Daniel Sturridge, about Brendan Rodgers, all sorts of things. And because everything's so great, we've been so agreeable, and we finally are going to have a good old-fashioned real debate on whether Trent Alexander-Arnold should move into the midfield. And I think you should start. Why should I start? Okay, I'll start. Yeah, you start. (laughs) So I build the basis of this argument on uh, three key things. The first thing being that Trent Alexander-Arnold was never a right back. He came up through the youth teams playing in the center midfield. In fact, when he broke into the team as a 17-year-old, he was playing center. He's gonna. Take, he was. Respond he was kind. playing central defensive midfield for the U23s, which is quite incredible. And he was captaining. And by all accounts, and by what I watched by my own two eyes on LCTV, he was absolutely bossing it from the midfield. Now, the reason he became a right back is because he sat down with Alex Inglethorpe, who is the head of academy development over at uh, Kirkby, right. And he said, I want to break into the first team. And him and Alex Inglethorpe looked at the first team and they said, you know what? Midfield's packed. It's absolutely chocked full of talent. There's no way you're going to break in here. But at right back, there's only Nathaniel Klein and he's injury prone. So you may have a chance at right right back. He breaks in, right? Now, if you don't remember when Trent first broke in to the team, he kind of struggled defensively out on the right wing. And this was a time of transition for Liverpool when we were becoming the mammoth beast that we are. Now, this brings me to my second point of why I base this argument of why Trent should move to the midfield. <laughs> the second reason I base this argument is that our right ba- our wingbacks aren't, or fullbacks aren't even fullbacks. They are wide midfielders. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold basically plays the Kevin De Bruyne role. Um, the only defensive things that we ask our fullbacks to do are to track back and win the ball in transition and defend corners. And that's really it because our system is built on the premise that we're going to dominate possession in most games and therefore we're going to be up the pitch and we don't really need our fullbacks to be defending. Uh, This is why if you look at heat maps and position maps, average positions of Liverpool matches, it looks like a weird hexagonal shape with our wingbacks in what would traditionally be a winger position and our wingers tucked in inverted. So... Another reason why I don't think Trent Alexander-Arnold needs to stay on the in fullback is because we don't even really have fullbacks, and the position he's playing isn't really fullback. And so at some point, when Jurgen Klopp does leave, which is an unfortunate reality, and we may not be using fullbacks in an untraditional manner, we might revert to a traditional, more traditional manner. It's 2020. That's not till 2024. Okay. 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 Right. Now my third thing, <laughs> and my last thing is this, and we look at Andrew Rabo. We signed Andrew Rabo using analytics, and we went to find a, you know, affordable left back who was really good at passing, who could run a shit ton, and was pretty good at crossing. And those were the three things that Andy Rabo was good at, and that's why he was only seven million, because most fullbacks are expected to defend, be good in one on ones. I think if you look over Rabo's career time, he's not the best in one on ones. He's been skinned by Serge Gnabry last year. Yeah. He's Tended to be skinned a couple times. Same with Trent. Um, I think if we can find Andy Rabo for seven and a half million, we can find some fuckhead anywhere in the world <laughs> for six and a half million who can pass the ball, who can run really far, and who can cross. That can we can turn into a world class right back because look what we did with Andy Rabo. So and your I third think, point is but my that... third point is also this. 
I'm taking notes. So third it, point. This is, is the what? end of the third point. <laughs> it would be more expensive and harder to find a midfielder with all of the traits that Trent Alexander Arnold possesses than it would be to find a right back that can pass the ball, run far, and cross fairly well. I think it would be cheaper to sign a right back that could do that than it would be to find a midfielder who can strike it, who has the passing uh, range that Trent has, who strikes the ball as clean as Trent does, who has the pace and vision that Trent does. I think that player is $75 million to $100 million in the common market, and that Andrew Robbo is still $7.5 million when you're signing him from Hull. And that's my arguments. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start at number one, which was Trent was never a right back. So what? <laughs> Lots of players are never what they were. Kara wasn't necessarily a center back when he was in the academy. He was a right back. He was a right back. And he became one of the best center backs of, so we've seen. Yeah. Uh, Lots of players aren't what they start out as. Their careers evolve and change. So Trent's career has evolved towards him being the best right back in the world. The right back, the only right back that has this big of an impact on a game in a Kevin De Bruyne way, right? As you pointed out. And it's working for him. It's working for the squad. And it's working under Klopp's philosophy of playing. So... I don't see a reason for that to change just based on the fact of his personal history. Our fullbacks aren't fullbacks was point number two. Well, then if they're not fullbacks, isn't he already where you want him to be? True. He already is doing all the things that you want him to do. You made the point yourself that he's doing True. Kevin De Bruyne things and having Kevin De Bruyne level impacts but on only, the game. only to the left. No, but... That's not even true because the two of them are running all over the freaking – they switch true. all the time. True. So they're always running around. He's getting involved in free kicks. He's doing corners. He's doing little every damn thing that a midfielder does. And our midfielders, because of the way that we play, are always available to drop deep, to cover that space, to help him out defensively when he needs it. So it's not even necessary to change it from the sense of they're not really fullbacks because <laughs> – He's not a fullback, and literally no one has figured out how to deal with the fact that he's playing fullback, but he's not a fullback, right? So then you got into the point that there's another right back out there that can do what he does, essentially, you feel. Who? Um, but Who? but before Andy Rabo shows up, do you go, Andy Rabo's this world-class left back who's going to go I go, we assists? desperately needed a left back because Alberto Moreno had proven himself not to True. be good enough. And we, and we needed to make a signing, and they, for whatever reason, felt that this guy would plug in. I knew nothing about the guy, so I was like, sure, whatever. It's true, but 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 I still think you can go and find someone who's a right back who maybe looks a bit shoddy. Yeah, but from, can he impact the, the game like Kevin De Bruyne from right back? Eventually, yeah. But you're not losing Trent's ability to inf uh, influence the game just by moving him but away I am, from right back. But I am missing – I've got to then sacrifice someone from the midfield. So now I've got to take Jeannie Wijnaldum's work rate out. Or I've got to cut Jordan well, Henderson out. Or I've got to cut Fabinho or Naby Cater, all these other players that have done these tremendous things for us and that have been a huge part of the reason we're so successful. Jordan Henderson's 28 – James Milner's 38. Like, we're both fucking older than 28. <laughs> no, so I'm let's, saying, <laughs> let's not act like he's an old man. Now. I actually am exactly 28 for another few days. You, all right, so. <laughs> so don't put this old man shit on me. Listen. You old bastard. Listen, my niece feel that comment so much. Uh, you don't necessarily, but like, 
Hendo's moving on. He's getting up there. 28. He's still young. He's still going to give us another two, three years, right? Lallana, so this is a problem that... Lalana's getting older. Milner's getting older. But you've got Gruyich. And to your point about it's cheaper to find a, a midfielder than a right back. Well, no, we, it's cheaper to find a right back than a midfielder. Or the, Sorry, cheaper to find a right back than a midfielder. You're yeah. correct. The problem with that argument is that we just signed a midfielder for 7.25 million pounds that looks like he might just be... But he, but, but he's yes, he is versatile. He can uh, he can play. I bet the fucker can play right back. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think he has the same skill set as Trent, though. Is my point. Like Trent is such a no. Unique he does, he doesn't. He doesn't. Trent no, can play but, any but position. But would you put it past that data team and that scouting team to go find you a player for 15, 20 million pounds that can do those things from a midfield perspective? And also I, with Trent at right back, you don't need his skills in midfield. You need Genie Wijnaldum's skills. You need all the players that are currently in midfield. So I just feel like it's not necessary to move him. I think he's getting better defensively. I think in order to get the most out of him, though, it would it would benefit us to because like he, like why not just be the best right back in the world? He can, but I, he can he can score goals too. I want and he is, but he just scored one in open play. Like he's just scored the one in open play. The rest of them, okay, but the best part of his game, the other ones deflected. The best yeah. part of the game now is because what he's asked to do. Is look, you're not going to shoot. The yes, ball. but you need that guy. You've got people that can score goals right now. But we, but you need someone to facilitate for them, and he is that. But I don't want to waste his shooting ability and his vision. Just but go, you're not going though. one way. I think as the season goes, you're going to find him getting in front of goal more often, or getting looks at goal more often. I don't know because he's asked to stay out there wide because that's the the function of of the wingbacks. Well, he does have to get back into a right back. Position. He only got into that position because we were countering attacking and. Listen, I just he's 21, right? Uh he's got another 4 or 5 years till he hits his prime in theory. Uh and I just feel like if you could if you could just he is I don't want to say it cuz it's just so corny to say it, but he is the only player I've ever seen that reminds me of Steven Gerrard in any shape or form. And if you could have that guy in the middle of the park where he can play those little slide rule passes into the forwards, and you can adapt your system. I don't think we should be married to the idea that we have to play this fullback heavy system for the next five, six, seven, eight. And 10 I'm not. Years. And I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that like right now, and I'm not saying tomorrow we move him to the midfield, or, or even way. next season, because you're still going to have this lineup. Like that is a change that will have to happen. Two years. It yeah. should it should happen. Like I may change my mind on this two years from now based on the personnel that we have at that time. I just think it's destiny. I, so that's my thing is like I don't think right now we should. But do I it still think he can be one tomorrow. of the best players in the world where he is right now. He is the best player in the world already, and that's the point. Is like now, <laughs> now he's the best right back in the world already. Yeah, all right, you said player originally. I was like, oh uh, no no no, but someone Sri Lanka thought. So. <laughs> so fuck it. I have friends who believe in me too. You tit. Anyways, yeah, he's the fucking best player in the world. I said it. No, but he's the best right back in the world already at 21. He's conquered the position. We've taken a, a 16, 17-year-old. That's what I'm saying is, like, I believe in our ability to go find someone and just be like, look, just do these things. Just practice these three things. That's what. That's how Robbo and Trent got so good. Was they literally like, don't we don't fucking care if you can tackle really. We don't care if you can defend in one on one spaces. All we're gonna ask you to do is pass the ball, cross it, and run. Can you do that? 
And they just in training they just ping cross field passes to each other. That's what they do in training. By the way, did you see the video? Yeah. Of them volleying back. You two idiots know we have a cool down session, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Klopp, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey morons. Yeah. Go relax. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but that's so like my thing is like is like I just Trent is such a unique talent and people have known about his abilities since he was so young that I just I just really feel although it would ultimately, for the time being right now, benefit us for him to stay there. That in the long run for his career, it would just be such a shame to never see him in the midfield to play that eight. It would just be – I would just feel like there's a missing part of my soul never having seen Trent play midfield because he has it all. He has the pace. He has the vision. He has the passing. He has the touch. He, he has the shot. He has the range. Like his range, he can pass from the whole right side of the field all the way to the far corner. Yeah. Imagine I, I do. I do think it'll happen eventually. I think it's going to be interesting to see. It's funny because I was thinking about. It, I was like, remember Gerard looked like a freaking child yeah. for so long, and then he hit, grew up. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't, when did he grow up though? Like, like twenty four, like, twenty five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's Trent's when he really years, hit it. Yeah, he's five years from and him. turned into like the dude that we became very familiar with. And I'm like, I think that Trent's sort of on a similar timeline. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think that probably not in the Klopp era will he move. But when Klopp goes, which I do think this, that's the opportunity to switch yeah. the system. I do think that will be the, like this is probably Klopp's last contract. Yeah. Like I think he's gonna say, okay, like no, after this, I'm taking a break, and if I come back to football, it'll be he'll probably coach Germany or some shit. Yeah. Or be a director. Or, or something. be a director yeah. of football or something. He's not gonna be like he is now. Yeah. But anyways, like that's probably four years away. Yeah. But, like, okay, so in four years' time, Trent is, what, 24? Yeah. Well, so, 25, 25, yeah. 24, 25, yeah. somewhere in there. So I'm like, that is the right time for him to assume that kind of role under a new coach, under a new system. Everything's going to be changing anyways. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Klopp is necessarily going to play this way until he goes. But if he wanted to, could you blame him? Because we've literally won fucking yeah. so many games. I, think there, <laughs> I, just, I just think there's – it's like – in Klopp, there is at some point a cheeky little switch, in which we yeah, go, I mean he is unpredictable. Unless we go back to like a four-two-three-one, and then yeah. which even then I feel like he probably leaves him at right back. I don't know because I mean it does depend on the personnel that we have at that time. I would like I would I would love to see Trent in a double six next to someone else, also with the same traits and ability, like a Jabby Alonso Steven Gerrard partnership again. Yeah, as like a double six or whatever, yeah. or like the front of a, a front of a three. I, mean, I just. Uh, I just, I just, yeah, we'd be remiss to never see him play midfield. I think we, not tomorrow. I, I do think that we will. Not in a week. I, I, he'll play his whole career at Liverpool. Not so a month. Not, we've got time. But listen, folks, just yes, he can be the best right back for the next four years, and then be the best so midfielder for the next. <laughs> well, you won in the sense that, like, but I never really wanted him. I was kidding. I, I never, mean. I never wanted him to leave right back tomorrow. I just think just at some you. point, you know. Uh, I, I want my daughter desperately to have a Steven Gerrard in her life because she never really got to see him. She's only had a yeah. poster on her wall. I just want her to desperately have her Steven Gerrard and be like, oh, see how amazing this is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have this one player that's just ridiculous. He scored that Leicester goal. And early in the season, he ended up centrally a couple times and had a couple shots, but they were blocked. And you looked at him, you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't even want anybody else taking free kicks. That could just that could have been going top Fuck everybody ends. else. Get out of his way. So Trent will be in the midfield in the year 2024. You heard it here first. <laughs> David has one for now. But this is an ongoing dispute, so we shall see. 